scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerate Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jacob Belleville. Hey, Jacob. Hey, how's it going? Going, going great. Anytime we can, uh, you know, move DTR for the moon, we're doing pretty well. Tweet. I w- I'm not going to call you a staple yet. You were more of a staple last year. You've You've gone into hibernation. You wonder why, you know, I haven't called you a staple, and that's why. You just can't miss weeks. I'm doing a Michael Jordan flu game. I'm trying my best out here. Y'all, I'm here. You know, I'm I'm making making picks and texting chicks and, you know, just doing my thing. Well, we appreciate you, Southern Bear. And with us for a special guest is – the cellar dwellers, Mr. Chad himself. Welcome, Chad. How's it going? In the sunlight. Well, not right now, but yes, in the sunlight today. It's going nice. going pretty well. Hopefully you're wearing sunscreen. You've been down there a while. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> it's a little too early for skin cancer jokes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> even think about it. It's top of mind because my my day my son and daughter's daycare, they haven't received their sunscreen shipment, but they still went outside for three hours. So that's a little concerning to me. I've never had a two-year-old hmm. sunburn, but we might be finding out in the next couple days. That will not be fun. Just no. be showers and aloe. Do your kids I, I think, not I think we need to ban them. I think he needs. I think he needs a dolphin style thing here. He needs to lose a pick or something. Who? who? For you for making the joke. Oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. We get rid of twenty twenty twenty, or we'll get rid of twenty twenty four first. How about that? Yeah, get rid there of them because I got a bunch of them. <laughs> All right. We'll make sure that you go out here and download, rate, and review the podcast. Still, none of you are doing it. We just need you to go out there and download. I don't really need you to listen. We're giving out a lot of really good information. 
Jacob's giving out all of his prospect information. Tweet's giving us players that he doesn't really want. I mean, what more can you ask for? Elite talent. All right, we're going to play a quick game of who am I? Johnson. (laughs) All right, I am a quarter, or I am a college quarterback who averaged 28.94 points last year. Good for overall player 12 in our league last year. Clue two. I will be a fourth-year QB out of the AAC and scored 30-plus points five out of my 12 weeks. Anybody have a guess yet? No. No. Right. Clue three, other than my bye weeks, my manager sat me three weeks. During this time, he went one and two. One of those losses was in the playoffs where I scored 19.14 more points than all three of his quarterbacks combined. So of you who are not in our league, we start three quarterbacks. This quarterback outscored all three of them combined by 19.14 points in the playoffs when he got set. So we know it is a fourth-year quarterback in the AAC on somebody's team. Lock it I, have in. I have a feeling I, I know who it is. So, so Chad, it's on in. my team. Tweets locked his in. Jacob, are you going to wait till? Yeah, I'm going to have to wait because I wasn't a part of playoffs. So, <laughs> all right. Attention. My teammate was Tajay Spears. You want to lock it in there, Jacob? Sure. Nope. And I'm sure my favorite actor would be Chris Pratt. Okay. I'll lock it in. All right. All right. Uh, tweet and Chad, you both locked yours in after clue three. Uh, Chad, being our guest, I'll let you go first. Who did you believe it was? Well, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong now, but uh, I think it's – is it uh, Memphis quarterback? Is Yeah, uh, Hannigan. No? No. Nope. Tweet. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong too, but I might not be. Mordecai, you are wrong. It's probably Michael Pratt. Jacob is correct. There we go. Well, he waited till the last clue. You, yeah, well, but you heard you heard the last clue before you said what you thought. Well, you're, you're supposed to like, in, move. The, no, in the you, spirit. You, you're supposed you to cheat. just. You cheat. <laughs> <laughs> what did everybody hear? That you fleece, you fleece. That's what Jacob said. Interesting, interesting. So we'll move on to our NCAA news where Jonathan Brooks is back at practice taking the majority of the first team reps with Jadon Blue also working in on the first team. Spring game is this weekend for Texas. There's a lot of spring games this weekend. Should be a – I hope there's a lot of news that comes out about some of these incoming freshmen. That's going to be a big one one just because we're going to get some insight into what that backfield is going to look like. Because we could see at least one guy transfer out like before fall. So, Quinn Ewers, yeah. Huh. yeah. I don't know. This is, this is going to be Arch Manning's coming out party. <laughs> they, uh, we've got Florida Gators. They are, they have their spring game tonight. So, so far I've seen, I think it was Jack Beck severely underthrow 
Mizell, a freshman there, just one on a go route and just severely underthrew him. So that's that's looking great. Um, Evan Stewart back at practice after an ankle sprain. Chad, you're our guest, so we have some Notre Dame news. We've got Tyler Buckner running with the ones over Sam Hartman. Apparently Sam Hartman has had a rough time there with the offense. Not great, especially when he transfers in there and you kind of ex- expect him to maybe be the guy there and just things aren't going too too hot there. And uh, Lorenzo Styles uh, taking reps at defensive back here in practice recently. So, I mean, not great for Nate in that trade. No. I mean, it very interesting that in our – Chat, I asked, hey, what do people want to hear? Like, what players do people want to hear about? And Nate said, what? Give you all of our players that we like so you can take them? I'll just do my own research. Well, Nate, wherever you're getting your information from, you need to get it from somewhere else because it ain't working. I think the problem is Nate just he just talks all this jazz and talks all this trash and then – you know, then you watch him, and he he picks up players that play defensive back. Just dumb, dumb moves. He's basically because he's the opposite. So Lorenzo Styles is the opposite of that Travis Hunter at Colorado. Travis Hunter's so good they want to move him to offense so he can play both ways. And Lorenzo Styles are like, "You're so bad, we need to hide you." As a and he put you at corner where people don't, you know, wide receivers can't catch. Listen, if they're making this change three years into his career, he might be so bad he has to go to safety. Can't even do corner. Can he hit? I mean, ask Nate. He's running the scouting reports. He, they might put him on the lacrosse team. It's not looking good, Nate. Not looking good. Uh, Devin Brown had a procedure on a finger on his throwing hand. He's going to miss the spring game on Saturday but he'll be back to throwing in two weeks. Assuming all goes well, Chad should have the Ohio State starting quarterback on his team, assuming uh, Kyle McCord doesn't piss it down his legs. Chad, Make it on that he does not screw, screw the pooch. Chad, do you remember what you got for him from Grimm? Not off the top of my head, no. But I just know Grim had Drake May on his team at one point. He also had the starting Ohio State, future Ohio State quarterback in uh, Kyle McCord. I don't know what Grim's doing. Does he still have Brody Brecht? That seems to be going well. I think he does. Hmm. I think he does. Do well, baseball stats count? Not yet. He's probably oh. thinking a few more of those NFL quarterbacks <coughs> panned out a little bit better, but not looking great. Not looking great. We've got Ohio State. Uh, let's hear quarterback news for 2024 commitments. Air Nolan, a four star, commits to OSU. Um, lefty, so that'll be interesting at Ohio State. Haven't really seen that. But it was very interesting in his commitment over Easter weekend that he said, 
one of the main reasons that he chose Ohio State was because they have been able to develop black quarterbacks. And he gave out Haskins, JT Barrett, Fields, and Stroud. It was very interesting to me that that even got brought up. Like, I knew race was a thing back in the day of quarterbacks. Like, they were typically white, and there was a stigma around black quarterbacks. But I guess I don't see it anymore. Do do you guys have an opinion on this? Like, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that in 2023 he brings this up. As something that matters. I can maybe I can see it mattering to a recruit just because I mean you're trying to get over how many years of history of basically okay, you're black, we're gonna switch you to tight end, wide receiver, whatever it is. So I can see it mattering for a recruit. Yeah. I can see that. Now, I mean your recent Yeah, I, I could see it being like a tiebreaker for a school. Right, like I have my options are Ohio State and Alabama. I've seen what Ohio State's done with you know people like me. I'm going to go to Ohio Ohio State. So yeah, I mean, obviously that's going to factor into the style of quarterback too. Like you got to play that factor too. Like so. All right. Next in, we had a Auburn spring game. And is this, Jacob, is this a low T or a high T move? The winner of the Auburn game was going to get steaks and eat them in front of the losing team that was going to get hot dogs. However, the game ended in a 24-24 tie. There's no, like, kicking field goals to, like, get a winner. There was nothing. It was just a tie and everybody got steaks. We've got Hugh Freeze coming in, new head coach, setting the tone. Everyone got a participation stake. High T or low T move, Jacob? It's a very low T move. Everybody should have gotten hot dogs. Like, right? We tied. Yeah. Everybody should have got hot dogs for that night. And then the next day, when they go into their cafeteria in Auburn, they can get back to eating their stone crab legs or whatever crazy stuff they have there. So this is, this is literally the environment that Malik Willis is coming from, you know, right. just handing out participation trophies. Oh, I mean, Chad, he, went he, went to Liberty, he went to Liberty. So I'm thinking that the food options were a little bit different there. Well, yeah, not, they probably weren't getting filet mignon or, you know, anything like that. Your boy, you Hugh was there. Maybe get, uh, he was the one setting the tone. Hugh, yeah, he's <laughs> that guy's nuts. Not Hefner. Chad, what do you think? Low, low T or high T move there? I I gotta agree with Jacob on it. I, I think it's it's stupid. It's participation trophy thing. All that again. Fucking beat them all, fish. Don't <laughs> like it. Go win the fucking game. I I just feel like. Fish is most places actually like fish other than us in Iowa, Chad. All right, go eat turkey. The uh, oh, turkey, yeah, I'm tur- pretty sure that they go, go, eat, go eat dry turkey breast. That's what you all get 99% lean ground turkey for the team if they tie <laughs> with a side of turkey bacon. I just, 
I just feel like they had this planned because you got to have all the stakes ready. And if you didn't have it planned, you would have at least done like two point conversions or field goals or something. I mean, if they were worried about the cost of like, like the stakes that they had already purchased and made, hand them out to the fans that went. Players, you get hot dogs. Yeah. So, I, I mean, at this point, I don't even know Auburn's schedule, but they're not a bowl team now just because of that move. Three wins. Sounds like Damari Alston had a nice game, though, so I'm very excited about that. See here. But <clears> other news, he should have ate a hot dog. In other news, Cliff Kingsbury goes over to USC to be a senior offensive analyst. Uh, there was rumors that he was going to be a quarterbacks head coach, but then, or a quarterbacks coach, but then that would have violated part of his contract with uh, the Cardinals. So he's still getting paid a buco dollars from the Cardinals, and I don't think he gets paid at all from USC, which sounds great. But I don't really know what this does, except for more of like a recruiting pitch of, hey, you've got Lincoln Riley. You've got this guy who coached Patrick Mahomes, which is like similar to uh, what's his name that was with the Broncos and then the Jets, Adam Gase, who like quote unquote coached Peyton Manning. I don't know. I feel like it's the same thing, but I feel like it's it's a it's a good recruiting tactic. Yeah. yeah. Once that whatever stipulation is keeping him from being like on the payroll. Like then he'll probably just join a team. Technically, a, Adam Gase or something like that. Quarterbacks coach. Gase coach, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so. Chad, we, we want this podcast to be legitimate. We got to get it right, people. I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna have to. I'll have to look it up at some point or tweet. Look it up. Did Adam Gase coach in Denver? And did was Peyton Manning there? That's what I need to know. Yeah, he was the head coach of Denver last year. He lasted eight games. Adam Gase, he's been out of the league. Bruh. Oh, I was thinking Nathaniel Hackett. You're right. <laughs> we need this podcast to be accurate. We can't. This podcast is falling down the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> Who lets him talk without a script? I don't. He sometimes he goes off script, so that's when we get nervous. Chad, any thoughts here about USC? Um, I like it. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to get some of those kids that have, you know are going to be able to produce in the NFL to see that there is someone on the team that can try to help them get that next step. So I, I, I enjoy. I, I like the move. I really do. Even though I hate USC, I like the move. And then here we've got a couple of Big Ten news. So one is a backdoor Big Ten news. The ACC is uh, Jim Phillips for three years. He was a target for the commissioner of the Big Ten. They leaked out that, you know, Jim Phillips uh, accepted an extension before the Big Ten announced their new commissioner. And they hired Tony Panetti. Uh, He was a former Major League Baseball deputy commissioner and CBS Sports Executive Vice President. I'm curious if uh, 
we think that he, if the Big Ten, who just got a new TV contract, and they hire Tony Panetti, who's got more TV experience, if they're reworking a new deal coming up, or if it's going to be for a player union. You know what I would do? If I'm the Big Ten and I got a TV deal that might be coming up and we need to negotiate it, I'm going to hire somebody from the MLB. <laughs> we live in Iowa where, what, eight teams are blacked out? Yeah. Yeah, great pick. Yeah. Let's, let's get someone that, you know, is responsible for a sport losing viewership because of how long it's been for watching it on TV. Let's get him to run our league. He's going to come in with big ideas, and it's going to be – we need Buckeye TV, we need Wolverine TV, and each one's going to cost a subscription. And Iowa's going to get left out if that happens. They're going to be in the same boat as Iowa State was. That's fine because the product they've put on the field is so atrocious the last few years. But, I mean, I don't know. Weird. I have no idea what we're talking about, but, you know, this (laughs) eight-tick guy, if he takes over this league, I'll probably read the bylaw. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I mean, fun fact about Jim Phillips, his family invented the Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> Tweet, are you going to fact check that? I'm going to fact check that. Adam Gase is out of the league, by the way. He, they had some interest on him being the Patriots <laughs> or, uh, offensive coordinator, but he's still out of the league. Well, I think he would have done better than their two defensive coordinators that they had running the offensive show last year. Yeah, sounds like Brian Ferentz. But I I truly believe that the Big Ten is actually looking forward to potential player unions and players having, you know, kind of being – you're going to have an NCAA players union of some sort, and he knows how to negotiate those things. I feel like this might be where the Big Ten thinks NAL and all that stuff is going, and this might be – you know, thinking out in the future by the Big Ten. So, yeah, it's I mean, interesting to think about. I think if a conference is going to get ahead of it, it's probably the Big Ten just because from a revenue standpoint, they still are the largest conference. Like, they, they're still bigger than the SEC. Now, is that true, like, in a few years? I don't know, but. And then next, uh, just so people have an idea, the last piece of news is here. The transfer portal opens April 15th here in a couple days. So you got a lot of the spring games happening on the 15th. Jacob said, hey, we might be seeing a lot of transfers. Well, that's when the uh, transfer portal opens and it closes April 30th. So it should be a mad frenzy here. Uh, And then just um, just a reminder that the grad transfers can enter at any time. So. That's all we have for NCAA news. Jacob, what do we got for NFL? So just some quick NFL news that I just found interesting was Dane Brugler, who's, I mean, to me, he's been like the more accurate Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay for the last few drafts. He just seems pretty plugged into like the league and front offices, but he released his 2023 draft guide. And basically Sean Tucker was listed as the RB 17. So we might be looking at him going in day three potentially, which is kind of shocking to me uh, just because, I mean, I think last year I said that he'd finish and be the RB2 this year. So that doesn't look to be happening. 
And then another one is uh, Quentin Johnston just seems to be on the bubble of the first and second round. <clears throat> None of that's bad, but he's definitely dropped from what was to be like a top 10 pick to probably late first. And then um, it looks like Dalton can Dalton Kincaid, the Utah tight end. That's your guy, right, Tweet? Yep. Yeah, he got cleared. So I'm not sure why everybody was mocking – mock drafting him into the first if like he needed his back cleared <laughs> but he's been mocked into the first for like months now so he's tweets a guy you know i think he's just he's, he's an elite talent like they're assuming he was okay so they're gonna mock him in there like yeah but apparently he's been like fully cleared like you can go play football again from his doctor so i'm sure the teams have their doctors that have to look at stuff too but yeah and then in some news that broke today is Dan Snyder is nearing a deal to sell the Washington Commanders. Um, I think it's good for the league. I think the NFC East will automatically probably be more competitive just because Washington is – it's just an organization that I think is, like, in disarray. Like, I can't think of another NFL – like, there's worse teams record-wise, but I can't think of an organization that top to bottom is as weird and broken as the Commanders. Um, um. No, not even the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's got to be pretty damn close, so We're close. It's close, but, like, the Commander's stadium is literally falling apart and players get injured on their turf every game. Uh, and, what else uh, is happening in Chicago? Like, that's, like, just normal Chicago. <laughs> well, wasn't it, wasn't it like, Washington where, like, they had a fan that was, like, against the railing and it like fell down on Jalen. Yeah, like Hurts, the railing right? almost came down. Yeah, and, like, fell on Jalen Hurts, I believe. Yeah. So like, yeah. theirs and Soldier Field are the same thing. They're just falling no, apart. Washington is worse, and then you got like all the weird stuff with when Jay Gruden was there. I mean, I don't know. I think Washington is like a dumpster fire. But the reality yeah. is that Dan Snyder's about to cash out for six billion dollars on maybe the worst organization in football. So like what is what are, what's the Cowboys worth? All all of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, I, I mean know. I don't even know if there's a value cuz they have their own rights on their merchandise and everything too. They don't pay the NFL like this this inflation is uh it's hitting. So that's all I got for NFL news. But I think you, you're right. It is good, but it it's also like it's big money for a team, but it'd be cool to see them turn it around. So, when well, like they're just living off of rookie contracts right now, like no no free agents want to go there, and they've got some elite talent there. I mean, when especially they, on the defense. They had like that survey of players, and they listed like, okay, what teams are the best with like family? What team has the best food and nutrition? What has the best strength and strength and conditioning staff? Washington was dead last in like everything. Them and like the Ravens. They had like everybody on the IR for like several years. Yeah. Yeah. Washington's a physician. <laughs> but the Ravens were also like right there. Well too. Yeah. So OBJ should be all right there, you know, with those knees. He's got a quarterback. Let's throw to him. He's got Huntley. Also interesting is the NFL had uh, put out invites for the NFL draft. 
Jordan Addison had accepted an invite. I just, it sounds like people are kind of down on Addison that, oh, he might not go in the first anymore. Probably, you know, if you're getting an invite, you're probably going in the first. There was rumors last week that Will Levis still hadn't heard anything. He's now going to the draft. You've got Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, uh, Stroud, and Young all going to the draft. So, High likelihood that those four go. Uh, Quentin Johnson, though, left off the invites, or at least has it. Yeah, he accepted. There's only been 17 players who have accepted. I think QJ goes before Addison, to be honest. And more, there's more players there than just like the 32 that they think are going to go in the first round. Because I think Nicobe Dean was there, like yeah. in the second round, like the second day. And he was there the whole time. He was he was looking fly in his suit, though. So you're yeah. saying no QJ means QJ's in the third round. That is interesting uh, breaking news here from Jacob. If Addison goes before QJ, teams are fucking stupid. I think uh, I think the NFL draft needs to reevaluate things if they only have 17 people coming in person. Yeah, I'm just saying that these are the. Have accepted, so I mean, I can only tell you who maybe he doesn't want to accept. <clears throat> Brett maybe. sent me Brett sent me a picture today. He accepted his invite as to go. Um, he'll be in the Bud Light Lounge, but uh, you know, so. that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, why didn't any of us get an invite, Brett? I don't want to go to fucking Kansas City. Well, Kansas City's a cool town. I don't care if the town's cool. It's that's enemy territory. No. Dad, who do you hate more, the Chiefs or the Broncos? Chad, Chad <sighs> let me ask you a question, Chad. Where would, you and, purchase, and, where would you rather purchase a beer, Kansas City or Las Vegas? You want to spend $40 for a Bud Light or do you want to spend 6 well, you got to factor in the cost of the ticket too. So obviously, it would probably be not in Las Vegas. What ticket? You're walking to get in the game. <laughs> You're not getting in the game. You're just going out for a beer at the bar. You're going out for a oh, beer. Fuck and that. No, I would rather go to Kelly's Westport Inn or whatever it is that Iowa State bar down there in no. Kansas City. Kelly's. I'm saying. Are you chugging a monster? Yep. Wow. He's bringing bringing the energy. Fucking Kyle. I mean, Jacob. Some of of us are just uh, committed to our jobs. You know what I mean? Jacob's got to uh, do some 2024 prospect scouting and then sell baloney tomorrow morning. (laughs) Hopefully we sell a lot. (laughs) All right. Well, it's now gotten to the interview portion of this podcast. We've got Chad here. We've got the cellar dweller. Chad, what is the biggest thing that you have learned here in the last two years? Uh, Biggest thing I would say is don't neglect the college team like you did the first year. Uh, That first year, I just kind of went with it. Didn't even know what was really going on. And... It came back to bite me really bad over on the NFL side. So 
Uh, I know you can't focus on one or the other. You have to look at both a little bit harder. And obviously I have not been paying attention to the NFL side enough uh, for my team, but um, that, the college side is important. All right. What is your biggest weakness on the NFL side? Quality depth. Just in general for everything. You know, if I, I've got one guy that goes out on a buy or someone gets hurt or something, I'm plugging in with a wide receiver three or four that I'm praying will get me some points. So, so it would be safe to say in a trade you're kind of looking for depth pieces, bye week fill-ins. Yeah, I don't, I don't have enough assets to do anything top tier, especially after making the trade for T. Higgins. But uh, yeah, just you know, I, it's got to be somebody that I think is actually going to be able to produce and do something. I don't want someone like an Adam Thielen that's you know in his late thirties that's maybe going to get me. Five points. Guy's going to be elite. You're talking about a guy like Zay Jones. Hey, Zay's done pretty well the last couple of years. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he actually started probably six or seven weeks for me last year. Which is which is fine. I, I wonder how that Ridley factor is going to play with Zay, personally. Okay. So, Curtis Samuel. Wait, you want Curtis Samuel? No, I'll just throw him out there. I'm just saying. These guys have, like, value in this league, where in a lot of my other guys, because we don't start as many flex positions, like, they have no value. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying there. Okay. He's obviously, you know, guys, he's talking about um, Isaiah Hodgins, I think is a guy that he really wants. Okay. So that'd be peddling these no-namers. What are your strengths? Isaiah Hodgins, the best wide receiver for the Giants last year. He's got to be like he's got to be switching a corner here soon, so Nate will want him. Well, the, the greatest wide receiver on the Giants now is their tight end, who I still have on my team. So this is true. This is true. All right. So, what do you think is your biggest strength on the NFL side? Not a lot. Um, I think it, it might be some of these younger guys. Um, and, you know, I, I'm i sticking with Pickett. Uh, you know, ride or die with him there, even though he's with the Steelers. Um, and, and I think the the emergence of Purdy actually can, can be something pretty strong there. And I got some young running backs coming up, too. And obviously tight ends, so... I wouldn't go that far yet. So what is, you know, you talked about your strengths and your weaknesses, but what's your overall strategy now for this NFL side? You talked about riding here with your quarterbacks. What are you going to do to get out of the cellar? I'm still looking at stuff. Um, You know, some of the trades that I have seen go through seem like they're a little too expensive for Assets that I have, like which one? Not, not that it's all fleecing or anything. I ain't getting into that shit. But uh, which you one? Know, it, which one really seemed expensive? Probably the two twenty twenty four picks for the one hundred three. That's probably what it was, Jacob. 
Was that too expensive for you, Chad? Because well, no, seeing as how much I gave up for for tea. Yeah, but listen, Luke's been all over the board on this. It's too much. It's too little. Then I do it. Then he does it, and then he's like, "I think he's having buyer's remorse on it." Sends it on to other people to review, and they say Luke fleeced Jacob. I I think he just needs that that gratification. He just he just needs that positive, you know. that's what I'm saying. It must be yeah. a pretty good trade if we got all these differing opinions on it. Okay? Can we be yeah. done with that trade now, Luke? Or are you going to send it for... He's a Hawkeye fan. He's just going to keep beating that dead horse. It's going to be another line item next week. Jacob, I'm sure you're just going to get 102 back next week and then sell it again. So, Probably, if I went after any of them, it would be 103. 102 costs like all four of my first in 2024 now. Uh, I think you're gonna be like, I know who I want to take there. It's got a name. <laughs> All right. So, Chad, you, <clears throat> you still just got to look at things? Like, yeah, just kind of see. What do you got to look at to like go up a couple rungs on that ladder there on the fellow dwellers? Well, I know I won't ever finish dead last. Sorry, Tweet. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, some of these these younger players I do have coming in, I think this year actually will be helpful. Who do you got coming in that you think is really going to help your team? Um, I think Charbonnet, actually. I don't think he's going to be a starting one, but I think, you know, he's going to be a good third down back, um, especially uh, catching passes out of backfield. Um, I actually think he's, he's going to be a goal line guy, I think. I think he's going to be a starting running back. I think he's probably going to be your like RB three for regular dynasty leagues at this point with after he gets drafted. But I also think he would have been RB three last year. So you want to know what I think? I think I'm not going to be last this year because Southern Bears come back. So you're going back to the cellar, Chad. You take that and you shove it. I'm good there, Coach Kelly. You got Michael Mayer coming up, Zach Koontz. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure of the, especially the tight ends that I did have up there this year, three of them or four of them were in the combine and did really well. Like, if I could combine all of them into one, I would have potentially like the best player out there because one was faster and then the other one was better at the route running and and everything there. But I was literally at that. I was looking I thought at that they did as a combine that they like combined those people. Not into one person. Oh, okay. They don't do that for the combine. All right, my bad. I was looking at the uh, mock draft database, like where they just compile basically consent, like a bunch of mocks and put them together from writers and all that kind of stuff. But as of right now, it looks like there's going to be five tight ends in the top two rounds. Like so, big time tight end class. And Chad has probably about all of them. He is like this tight end whisperer. Like, Chad just has all these good tight ends. I got a couple on the radar, too, for our circle middle draft. Oh, man. You know who would look really good on your roster, Chad? Who's that? Roshan Johnson. And you can select him with the NFL 102. All you got to do is trade me for it. (laughs) Don't I have, like, NFL 103? Yeah, but he's not going to be there. Get your guy, man. 
Get your guy that I'm telling you you need right now. <laughs> I was just looking at Chad's roster, and I was just thinking, what could he get for Stetson Bennett? I mean, way more mature than DTR. He has That's way at more, least national, four first round more national championships than DTR. I yeah. Mean, probably all four of my 2024 first. I think that's reasonable. Yep. I can see it. Let's move on. Maybe a 2025 in there too, just, you know, to make things a little bit even. Got to keep it fair. Got to keep it right. Moving on to the NCAA side, what do you view as your biggest weakness there? Uh, I had a lot of people graduate um, and, and move on. A lot of key producers. So, that would be the biggest thing is checking to see how they do uh, during spring games of the first couple weeks to see if I can get back um, to playoff contention again. So what do you view as uh, your strength then? Uh, looking at the people that nobody else does, it seems like in this league, I love the Mac players and the Mountain West guys. I love those players. For whatever reason, they just get left off the board People don't think about it. Um, and some of that football is actually more enjoyable to watch, to be completely honest. It is but fun to watch. There's not a lot of defense. But also, if you view your biggest weakness on the NFL side as being lack of depth, do you really think your Mac and Mountain West guys are going to be the guys that are, are going to fill that need? Potential. I mean, anybody could do it. I mean – you know, look at uh, look at Central Michigan. Yeah, JJ Watt, Antonio Yeah, Western right. Michigan had Corey Davis. Can you Southern Bear? Can you look up where um, Jerry Rice went to school? Oh yeah, that's right. Jerry how Rice. About, uh, how about how about Shannon Sharp? And then oh, tweet that's Rice. That's Rice spelled R I C E. Man, that's it's gonna be a rough one. We we you don't guys, call it Rice down here. We call it Gumbo. <laughs> you guys didn't see it, but tweet showed me how he spelled Rice, and it was uh, R E Y E C E, and I was like, that's that's incorrect. Their tweet. Um. So, what do you? What is your strategy then for this NCAA side? Um. Yeah, just just continue to keep building uh, that team. Um, definitely looking at quarterback with one of the first two picks that I've gotten uh, this first round. Um, haven't fully made up my mind yet on who. Just depends on who's still available. Um, the the one of six is actually more intriguing for me just to see who's still available after everyone else went out and got who they wanted, you know, especially with you, Luke, you know, um, Stop. I, don't, I don't know, you know how many times you've reached out asking if that one of six is available. Yeah. I want it. I want it less now that I got one or two, but give me all the firsts. That's fine. One of six for one or two straight up. Let's go. That would be the dumbest thing. <laughs> If you if you want to give up one of six, I might have some pieces that you might be interested in. 
Here we go. Over. I got set it over. I got nothing else to do right now. I'm still on vacation until Sunday. So, all right, that is perfect, guys. You heard it here first. Chad is uh, getting fleeced. Um, I prefer flannel. So if you're gonna get me something, get me flannel, not fleece. <laughs> okay. I think we call it rape these days. <laughs> That's what we do uh, when you when you are drinking. You get- <laughs> like wool and uh it's just it's not very comfortable it's steel wool um what is the most untouchable asset on your nfl side right now um just because i want to see how he does would be michael mayer and then of course kenny Pickett. all right Jacob, tweet. Do you guys have a player in mind that you think you could present Chad with this player's name and see if he would trade Michael Mayer or uh, Kenny Pickett? I have one for Kenny Pickett. I don't think Chad's trading Michael Mayer. Okay. I, I mean, he bought in like when Mayer's like value is sky high already. So you're probably not getting it from him. Okay. He's my Kyle Pitts. All right, he is, he is not Kyle Pitts. <laughs> He's gonna be better than Kyle Pitts. Jacob, here we go. You, what name do you have for Kenny Pickett here? So my name would be um, Rashad Bateman. A tweet. Elite trade. It's not a bad trade. I don't see how that benefits me anymore, though. To be completely honest, well, what, I, I think what, what, I think Pickett's got the higher upside. Well, what like so? If you want to like improve your quarterback, I mean, I can't trade. You're not going to trade Kenny Pickett and get like some better. better. I understand that, yeah, but I don't think that's more of a lateral move, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a flannel trade. You know, Luke doesn't know about them. (laughs) All right, so let's say I got one for Michael Mayer. You want to improve your quarterback room? Let's say at 103. If you say Hendon Hooker. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say at 103 you get your guy, whatever quarterback that happens to be. You got me picking at two and four. And at 106 or at 105, so this is where I think Ian would be picking. There goes Nico Almaweva. Jacob, you're better at saying it. I am Aliaba. Yeah, I think that's right. I actually, I just say it that way. <laughs> it, I mean, it sounds way better. It sounds better. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds. Let's say, let's say, let's say Ian takes Nico there at 105. Would you trade Michael Mayer for Nico? I feel like that would be no. Nico no, doesn't like that. No, no. It's not like we're in like a. Uh, tiered PPR for tight ends. I feel like that. Yeah, but I mean, you take your risk on trying to get a tight end that's going to produce. Okay, your hit rate on quarterbacks is terrible. Yeah. Period. Like, no matter where you draft them. Like, I don't know. Jared Goff. Would you rather have Jared Goff or Michael Mayer? I'd rather have Michael Mayer. 
Now Jacob's thinking he's like, that's actually probably not that bad. I think I might roll the that's dice on bad. Michael. That's not bad to me. But I th- I just think like on the freshman, like you have to get an NFL piece back plus Nico. Like to make that you got I mean Yeah, I can't give him somebody that's gonna potentially produce now to hopefully do something in a couple of years. Well and you don't even know I mean if, if he even makes it to the NFL. Well, and Nico is like, yeah, great prospect, but he's like, that's the thing with these freshman dudes. Like, you can pr- prospect all day, and next thing you know, they're playing cornerback. So it doesn't matter. Like, I was looking at like just quarterbacks drafted in first and second round for the last like five years, and it's, it's like clockwork. It's it's between four to six quarterbacks get drafted in the first and second rounds until you get to last year, and it's one. Yeah, but like. So if we draft, say, seven guys, like in that first round of quarterbacks on the supplemental side, we're hoping that four to six of them are going to be the ones that end up in college. But most likely it's going to be a guy like Hinden Hooker, who's like a fifth-year senior. He gets in there. It's his time to come out. So I don't know. The hit rate's just not great. Well, and then you, if you start factoring in, like, you can dive even deeper into those quarterback conversations and, like, it's cool, high, high ranking five star or four star quarterbacks. There's like two in the NFL. Two. Like, most of these guys are three stars that are starting in the NFL right now. So, well, I, don't, I, I haven't looked into that, I guess. I'll I think it's Deshaun Watson. Well, your stars don't matter when it comes to actually producing in the NFL. Yeah, but I think out of 32 NFL quarterbacks, I think there's two or three that were five or four star quarterbacks. Okay. So, was Kenny Pickett one? He sure wasn't. So, that's what I'm saying, though, is like you're trading for a Nico. Yeah, he's really highly ranked right now, but that doesn't mean shit. Like, like I get that they're valuable, and like if you're going to get one of the. Like your best bet is probably to get like a first round supplemental quarterback to get one of like a top quarterback, I guess, to move on. It's still okay. not bad. Chad, you've got some good tight ends on your team. What about Michael Mayer for Malika Neighbors? I would do that in a heartbeat. But I'm a neighbors guy. And I haven't I- looked at him enough to to be completely honest. So I'm I can't say one way or another. All right. What about uh, Tweet comes to you and he's like, I got to get my man, Kenny Pickett. I want to trade you Jordan Love and Sean Tucker for Kenny Pickett. Would you accept that? I like the upside uh, for Sean Tucker. Um, I think Jordan Love has been completely ruined by Green Bay with not being allowed to do anything, with not being allowed to play. He's sitting there. He's, he's done. Wow. Okay. So I, I'm, I, I was high on love when he was drafted. Uh, I really wanted the Raiders to take him that year, and it didn't happen. And now just looking back at him, it's like, all right, we got away with one there, I think. What about Tweet has moved up to 104 or 104? Five, and he is now taking Nico, and he wants to trade you Zay Flowers and Nico for Kenny Pickett. Uh, 
Well, you guys can't see since we are an audio medium how much Jacob is just nodding his head, loving these trades that I do, but then, you know, just slanders me in group chats. Well, it's probably because, like, you always try and get a little bit more, you know? Is that nickel and diming? I think it is. Uh, yeah. It is. Well, you just want your cake and eat it, too. Someone's got to do it if Grim's not. I mean, you honestly, doing? you've kind of adopted his strategy. I'm just get all the quarterbacks. Get all the quarterbacks, then what, sell them for everything. What do you guys got on this one? Tua for Kenny. Give me Tua. Give me the upside of Tua. There's definitely a risk there with the concussions and the health. That's why I was curious. But I feel I mean, like his brain's mush, but give me the upside. I mean, Pickett's had his fair share of concussions as well, though, too. Yeah. Not as many. Not as many where he, you know, doesn't know what country he's in. Outside of the offense, like, what's really the upside with Tua, though? Well, and what's it going to be like after Tyreek does retire? I mean, probably more wobbly deep balls. <laughs> so that's like the thing. is like That's what I don't know. Everybody's got their value on different players, right? And and so everybody's going to value somebody more than another. Yep. Like I do the neighbors for mayor trade all day, but it's just it's just one of those things that's very different. But even then, like if you actually put that trade in front of me and I had mayor, I'd probably still be like, okay, I'll do, I'll take neighbors and then throw in this other guy that's going to score me points on the college side. Yeah, because I think I'm still asking. That sounds a lot like nickel and diving. No, because the reality is, is Mayer's still going probably first, second round. He's definitely going first or second round in the draft. And he's a tight end. You can't guarantee that for neighbors. And I think you get everybody holds out that hope that Pitts or Mayer or, you know, any of these guys that are coming out is kind of going to be maybe that next Travis Kelsey style. Guy, I don't think we're going to see that, but... Excuse me? <laughs> I mean, Pitts was like a tight end 33 last year, but he's um, on he, that he just He just had a 1,000 yards as a rookie. No big deal. Yeah, we're right. He caught one touchdown in London. Oh, we're, a touch, so, we're chasing touchdowns now. Okay. Settle down, Saquon fans. They had a great rookie year. All right. Chad... Points matter. Well, points matter. Chad, you nail it right on the head. So we've talked about your NFL side, guys that are untouchable. That uh, I don't know if we actually got you to uh, lay off. So he's pretty pretty stuck on those guys, I think. Would you take Patrick Mahomes for Kenny Pickett? No. No. <laughs> this is the no. <laughs> what? You're your, this is your, literally his Raider hatred coming yeah, out from Patrick Mahomes. This is unbelievable. All right, who are some untouchables there on your NCAA side? Um, I, I know of Odunzi off the top of my head. You have to read back the other two that I sent over to you because I cannot switch back over to my list here. It will end this. That's what I was right. doing that earlier. All right, Kyle McCord is the name I picked out. Yes. Yeah, it was McCord, Odunzi, and I believe there was one more, but I can't remember off the top of my head right now. All right, so anybody have uh, a potential trade for Kyle McCord or Roma Dunze? 
Not really. Just because both guys might like smash in this next college season. Like, I don't know. I don't really know if they get drafted highly, but, but I think they might they're very on a points. They're intriguing prospects, but I, I agree. I don't think they're going to be drafted very high. Would oh. you trade Chad? Chad would still ask a lot for them just because I think they're going to have really productive seasons this next year. Exactly. Chad, would you trade Rome Adunze for some NFL depth, probably a starter, in Juju Smith-Schuster? Did you say probably mm. a starter? Yeah, probably a starter. He's making $44 million. Yeah, he's he should definitely. be a starter, dude. <laughs> for, for Chad's team, his fantasy team. Oh. Okay. I was going to say, unless he turns into Kenny Galladay, yeah, he's definitely going to be out on the field. <laughs> Chad's looking to get some depth on his NFL side. Would you so trade? the only thing I'm worried about is – with with Juju there is how little he produced last year with Mahomes throwing in the ball. But is is Roma Dunze is your college team in a spot that it's going to compete that Roma Dunze's ceiling is Juju Smith Schuster and you're just trading for it now? I mean, Tweet and Jacob just said their thoughts that Roma Dunze probably doesn't get drafted that high, but you've Juju's still young. Yeah, but I mean, if a Dunze does get drafted higher, he's a way better athlete than Juju. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh... I just don't know if he's like as skilled. I guess. So far, Luke's just putting out. Other good trades that people just aren't sure about. Yet. I mean, that kind of that kind of trade. I I think you're like really gauging like where you're at college wise compared to NFL wise. Like, if you're competing in the college world, you're not making that trade. Yeah, it's just but, weird that it's weird that Luke saves like the good trades for not his team. You know? Well, yeah. Right. What about like what are you offering for a Dunze, Luke? I have to check my team. I don't know my 2025 16th rounder. 16th rounder. What about Sky Moore or Dalton Kincaid? I mean, I'm not giving him Kincaid. I was going to say, I would look at Kincaid, but that's not going to happen. And I know Tweet won't give him up. He's, he's his Michael Mayer. Tweet is going to probably be the last of the NFL side and has the potential to win the. NCAA side, you could get Roma Dunze for Dalton Kincaid. You're not going to entertain that tweet? No. Kincaid's the next Travis Kelsey, but not as good. This is <laughs> unbelievable. I. No. No. I mean, I've had multiple people approach me about Kincaid, and my asking price is higher than Adunzier. Name him. Adunzier? Wait, what? No, Maybe no. the people who approached you have come after him. There's there's plenty of people. Okay. It's Nate. There's only six other people in the league, and four of them are in here. It's none of us. 
<laughs> well, this is you don't trade. Your options are dwindling here, Tweet. It's all right. We may have caught you in a lie. Chad, from, from my team, what would you think about Israel Abamaconda for Roma Dunze? I'd have to look at it. All right. I have one. Travion, uh, Travante Citizen. I don't even know if he's going to be able to run anymore. Keyshawn you know, BK. He definitely can't run anymore. Yeah, he's, he's going to be the first one to be in fucking legal trouble. Here's one. Here's one, Chad. Roma Dunze and McCord for Devontae Adams. All right, so now you're going after the, the, the Raiders Ooh. side of me. So that was a little... It's not the Raiders side. This is a very good NFL player right now. No. But he's aging. We all know that. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's, got, he's got Jimmy G throwing to him, though, now. Potentially, I, I still think if, if Levis is there, we still go after him, in my opinion. So you think Jimmy G is worse than Derek Carr? Oh, hands down. So why did they let Derek Carr go and then pay Jimmy G? Because the Raiders are fucking stupid. Here's what I think. I think Derek Carr and Jimmy G probably get together and they talk about how much money they've made. <laughs> it's kind of the same. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, the, so I didn't the thing with Carr, at least he can throw the ball downfield no, a little bit more accurately. Uh, a little bit more accurately. Jimmy can't. Derek Carr refuses to throw the ball downfield. That's why he's out of Las Vegas. Well, I think he was out of Las Vegas for other reasons, and that mainly being the coach. Yeah, but, I mean, if, if that's why he's out of Las Vegas, why do you go get Jimmy G, who throws four-yard out routes? Yeah. I don't know. So, so I have like, – Devontae Adams' stock, just quarterback-wise, is way down with Jimmy I'm G. Not, I have not heard anything yet as to the Devontae Adams – for Kyle McCord and Roma Dunze. As I'd have to seriously think about that one. He's okay. definitely taking it. He's, so now he's thinking about it. So, so far we've got an untouchable that seems like he might be fondled a little bit. No, we got two untouchables that we might be moving. Yeah, there's two of them. Two and of them. Uh, let's see here. I didn't hear anything back from Israel Banaconda for Roma Dunze. I didn't hear anything. Jacob, you weren't paying attention. I said I'd have to look into that one further. You'd have to look into that one. Tweet doesn't. Like it. Jacob laughs, so I don't. I don't think nobody cares about Abaconda, and he had a seven touchdown game, and that's all anybody cares about him. I mean, it was a lot cooler when I thought he ran like a four two, and then it comes out that it was actually like a four four five. Yeah, four is pretty pretty fast. No, it's fast, but like I thought this was a 215 pound back who ran like a 427. I mean, you give me 10 yards, I'll hit 4 4. And they were, and they were like, oh, our finger. <laughs> 10 yards? Stopwatch. <laughs> what about Roma Dube for Evan Ingram? Chad Evan Ingram? Yeah. Oh, I, I do not like Ingram. 
I do, okay, so there's a tight end that Chad does not believe in. I think I think that'll do it for for names that at least I have. Jacob, tweet. You guys have any more names? I do not. All right, I'm, I'm fresh out of words. <laughs> All so right, I have a question for Chad. Last season, you and the team earned the nickname Cellar Dwellers. After this yeah. next season concludes, what do you think we will be calling your squad, your NFL squad? Bear shit. I was no, that's your team. Uh, I don't know. Bear shit. I think it's a little too early. Um, you know, might be, might be the redeemers. Who knows? What would be a redeeming quality of your team? Uh, Five hundred. Five hundred. Okay. <laughs> on, a, on a scale of your team's better than Grim or not better than Grim, are you going to be better than Grim this year? God, I hope so. Yep, that's the answer we look for in all these interviews. <laughs> so then final question. If you had to pick a team on the NFL side in our league to take up the mantle of Cellar Dweller, since you're going to be the Redeemers, who would it be and why? Um. So honestly, and this isn't anything, it's not against, it's not even tweet, so it's, it's not that part. Um, I I just see Brett's team kind of starting to tank a little bit. Oh, fight words for the Chiefs. I just I just think he's got some guys that are people are going to start figuring them out. Brett's not going to like hearing that. Well, he doesn't do any moves. He doesn't do anything. He's never on the 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 thing. I guarantee he's probably one of the ones that doesn't download and rate. I do. I have it downloaded automatically. Just saying. Wow. Uh, what a fade. Brett catching strays. Yes. Ooh. And fuck you, Nate. Fuck you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I that just with looking at the teams and stuff, that's the one that I think could potentially start moving down. That was from the top ropes. Yeah, that, that was great. This has been a great first interview. Yeah. I got, I I do have one more question for you, Chad. Yep. If I am going to try to trade with you, and I am in this league, what's the best way to communicate? Slash, do I just throw spaghetti at a wall? Do I do I come find out what you're interested in? We kind of talked about like kind of what your weaknesses and strengths are, and what you're looking for. What's the best way to get a trade done with you? Uh, if there's someone that you want on my team, just send over an offer for it. Don't be like, "Hey, what do you what do you need for this person?" or something like that. With my job, I don't really have a lot of time to sit and look at my phone to try to go through someone else's team and try to figure out who um, you know I may want from there. See what you got. Shoot your shot. All right, so you got your weaknesses. You want to build some uh, strength there on the bench slash uh, starting lineup since we're so deep. Uh, what did you say, again, your strength was there on the NFL side? You're in the cellar, so I'm having a hard time remembering. The Some of the rookie up-and-comers from rookie this year and last year. That's right. Yep. Uh, and then weakness on the NCAA side is just you know trying to – 
build that team back up through picks, sounds like. Yeah. Um, and then what I lost. And then your strength is is those Mac and Mountain West guys. Mountain West and Pac Pac ten, Pac twelve, whatever the hell they want to call themselves now. Pac twelve. The guys out west. The conference that's disappearing. Soon to be the Big Twelve West. All right. Well, that will do it for me on questions. Jacob or Tweet, you guys got any more? Nope, that's all of them. You know, I I can only throw so many shots at Grim and, and Nate in one podcast, so I think I'm done. <laughs> well, we are still in looking for another interview uh, for next week. So if you are available, please reach out. It would be great. But Nate, excuse me. My guess is Nate is too scared to come on this podcast next week. He'll probably be like, oh, I I got something going on because I I do AD now. Like, I can't come on until the 27th. He'll he'll pick, he'll he'll show how superior he is and he'll, he'll choose the time. That's what he'll do. Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is it's pretty infuriating, you know? Yeah. It sounds like the people want Nate. Now, does, the, does Nate care about I the mean, people? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I came here. I'm doing this while I'm on vacation. You know, I'm taking away time from my family to come out here and do this for everybody. You know, what, what, what's he doing? N- Nate's watching the Atlanta Braves lose, I'm sure. Well, the Cardinals lost today, too, so I'm pissed off about that. But Yeah, Chad, who – other than Nate, who would you like to see or hear on the podcast next? We should just do like a person just picks the next person. You know, I mean, I did call Brett out at the end. I think it should be him. Let's hear what he's got to say. I don't want him just sitting there waiting until the end. All right. And uh, you also said that Brett does not download or listen to this. First. That's my get. Yeah, I'm throwing it out there. So how are we gonna let him how are we gonna let him know that he was picked? That's true. Yeah, he doesn't listen, so. so so Brett, you have until Saturday. End of day Saturday to listen to this. Eleven fifty nine PM Central Time. You reach out to me and say that you can come on next Thursday. It's probably not golf season yet for whatever league you and tweet do. Just come and let us let me know that you've heard the podcast and that you are willing to do it. And if I haven't heard from you, I will reach out to you in a group chat on Twitter with Tweet and Jacob so that they will also know that you don't listen to the podcast. I think we should require proof too that everyone actually has it set up to auto download. Just saying. We should. Chad, why don't yeah. you show yours? Do you not I'll send it. I'll, I'll send a screenshot as soon as we get done here. All right. I'm not set up to auto download. <laughs> but you're on the podcast. So that, that's a little bit different. You're you a little bit different. You run it. it. You can still download it. What the? What are you I'd, doing, Jacob? No, I download it. Like once a month, I go in there and I download like the last five. Oh, my God. oh nope. I got mine auto download so I can listen to it on uh, Friday mornings when I'm at work. Well, hey, thanks again for taking time out of your vacation to come chat with us for a little bit. We appreciate you. As always, don't forget to start your studs. And Jacob, I've got a little piece of advice for you. 
Yeah. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I am Triple H. Good night. Rawr. I don't get it. <laughs>